Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 215. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. It's not uncommon for people to hide their true feelings because truly expressing ourselves can be a very vulnerable act. Some people find themselves avoiding self-expression even in their most intimate relationships for fear of being dismissed or shamed. This behavior creates communication problems that can put a strain on all of our relationships. So, What are some ways that we can express ourselves better? How can we implement these tactics when communicating with everyone from our loved ones to those in our professional lives? Number one, share your feelings. As humans, we have a tendency to hide our anger or frustration. This is common because we feel ashamed or embarrassed or don't want to bother or be in inconvenience. But it's critical that we don't bottle up all of our feelings inside. 
This has a very detrimental effect, which only compounds over time. This only leaves us disappointed and unhappy. For example, let's say that you made arrangements to meet up with a friend, but this friend never ends up showing up, ghosts you. In this situation, it's okay to feel sad or angry. Getting closer to our emotions in this way helps us to get in better touch with our feelings. Therefore, reducing things like anxiety and depression in our lives. This is also vital to improving our mental health state. The key is that we open up our feelings to a person who is close to us. This makes us happier and healthier. A helpful exercise here is asking ourselves the following questions. What am I feeling? What is my meaning? What are my options if the other person responds to me in a difficult manner? These questions help us navigate accordingly. Number two, don't shy away from expressing your opinions. In any conversation, don't hesitate to take a step back to express yourself. Things such as, I think, I believe. Use these words and share your opinions. And don't worry about judging yourself, about whether you're right or wrong. The idea is that we are expressing our opinions. Knowing our opinion is what people need. This not only helps to release what is within us, but through a productive conversation may help us navigate closer to our core opinions, concerns, and thoughts. And something to clarify, it is critical that we figure out how to translate our emotions from a raw, unedited state into something productive that won't hurt us or others around us. There is no need to tear down the buildings around us. For example, rather than losing it on someone and screaming at them, blurting any emotion on our sleeve, try writing down your emotions. Try to decipher what it is that your emotions are saying and figure out different ways to communicate those emotions in a more productive manner. One that helps you sift through these emotions in the future. And one that allows you to communicate them outside of your heart and mind. Now, of course, expressing our emotions in a productive way is challenging. This is why, just like anything else, practice helps. When we learn to implement this in our own lives, we start to see a significant improvement in how others around us engage with us, as well as the peace of mind it can generate for us, which means that we will find it easier to speak expressively. Number three, expand your vocabulary. Large general vocabulary helps us to express ourselves better. And this is because we have more words to describe the way we feel about certain things or events. It broadens our possibilities of expression, which in turn makes our thoughts more clear. So what are some ways that we can expand our vocabulary? Set a daily habit around reading. Vocabulary building is easiest 
when we encounter words in context, seeing words appear in a book or an article can be far more helpful than seeing them appear on vocabulary lists. Not only do we gain exposure to unfamiliar words, we also see how they're used. Play word games. Classic games such as Scrabble can function as a fun way to expand our vocabulary. And something to clarify here. Through our vocabulary choices, this does not mean that we are manipulative or controlling or a bid for popularity. If we find that this starts to become the case for us, we need to understand that we aren't being true to ourselves and we're being influenced by other motivating factors. Honest self-expression isn't meant to change or persuade others. It connects us with others. This is critical to understand. Number four, check your facial expressions. The human face is extremely expressive. It's able to convey countless emotions without saying a single word. And unlike some forms of nonverbal communication, facial expressions are universal, meaning that facial expressions for happiness, sadness, anger, surprise, fear, and disgust are the same across cultures. Now, knowing what our facial expressions can communicate is one thing, but learning to use them to our advantage is another. Look for emotion on the faces of others. Learn to recognize what their expressions communicate to you. And then practice coupling those expressions with the words and emotions you want to convey. Watch your favorite Netflix film on mute. You'll be amazed how much you can follow from the nonverbal cues provided by just facial expressions. Experiment with them. Pay attention to how your face feels when you look happy, thoughtful, disgusted, sad, worried, suspicious, or surprised. With practice, we'll be able to choose what kind of emotion we want to display, which can greatly help the person across from us understand our signaling. Number five, make eye contact and hand gestures. Research has shown that eye contact activates the limbic mirror system. This means that the same neurons that are firing in someone's brain will also fire in ours when we share eye contact with them. For example, if their eyes are communicating joy, neurons on our end will also fire to feel joy. Eye contact builds a sense of mutual trust. It tells others how we feel. When we look away from someone, they assume we aren't very interested in talking to them. Research has also shown that direct eye contact can make us more resistant to persuasion and influence tactics. We can use this nonverbal cue to be more aware of other people's influence over us. A helpful trick if eye contact is challenging for you to step into this process, it might feel better when you open up to someone walking side by side with the individual you're trying to communicate with. This helps to have a somewhat balance 
of eye contact with the other person and be in sync with their walking, achieving somewhat similar things. Then, once you're comfortable, you can graduate to a face-to-face, eye-to-eye conversation fully. The other side of this is hand gestures. Have you ever noticed how socially skilled people use their hands? Gesturing can help us form clearer thoughts and speak in tighter sentences. Gesturing is really linked to speech. And gesturing while we talk can really power up our thinking. Try to pick up on some gestures to try for yourself. Practice hand gestures in a mirror until they feel natural to you. Keep your movements smooth and don't overdo it. Number six, avoid plain tone when you talk. When you listen to someone speaking in a monotone, how long can you last? Maybe five minutes, right? Speaking in a monotone voice is a communication killer. When the variety of our voices pitch doesn't vary, it's impossible for those listening to maintain any interest in what we're trying to communicate. The key is that we implement ranging tones and pitches into our voice. Things such as our breathing and our posture can help greatly. Another tactic that helps, use your voice as a highlighter, meaning the points that are critical to convey, we highlight them with emphasis, with volume and inflection, which helps to give the sentence more meaning and importance that we intend. Take the opportunity to pause during your communication. The power of pausing allows us to draw others in before a critical point. It indicates something good is about to be said. And lastly, when trying to communicate, try to tell things as a story. When we go into story mode, our voice naturally modulates. We emphasize the important points, pause to add suspense, speed up as the climax of the story approaches, and use the full range of our voice to express emotion. This is a perfect recipe to communicate and increase the chances of others listening. At times, it's not what we say, but how we say it that matters. Number seven, believe in yourself. In order to be confident, We need to be more expressive. We need to be confident about ourselves. The idea is that we take baby steps each day and appreciate ourselves for our progress. This boosts our confidence greatly. So how can we do this? Surround yourself with people who support and encourage you. Find like-minded communities where your ideas are valued and encouraged, not those that tear you down. Express yourself through style in everything that you do, from the way that you dress, how you cook and what you cook, or the way you wear your damn hair. Incorporate your own style in your apartment or house. Now, you may be wondering, okay, when do I fit self-expression into my life? Daily routines, things such as journaling, maybe photography or art, setting weekly dates with yourself, going for a hike, out to dinner, or simply grabbing a coffee. Communicate with your partner, your colleagues, or employees. Go on social and engage. The key here is thoughtful engagement. 
One way that we can also build our confidence and start believing in ourselves is taking inventory of the things that we are doing, focusing on our contributions rather than our shortcomings, taking inventory of the things we've accomplished up to this point. This is where gratitude can be extremely beneficial. Gratitude ensures that the things we want don't start to become bigger than the things we have. Number eight, be honest when you can't find the right words. Here's a a staggering fact. According to research, one in four people don't feel they have someone to confide in. Even after sharing their feelings, seven in ten people have held back how they really felt from a coworker, a friend, or a partner. There might be times when we cannot express how we feel. This is natural and normal. The important thing is that we take a few minutes to process our feelings. And in these moments of processing, use phrases such as, I need a few minutes to clear my head. I'll be back soon. And a little bonus here, don't be afraid to pause. We have a tendency to avoid pauses. And if we do pause, we fill them with, um, like, okay, right, and you know. These pauses also allow others to interrupt us because it gives them the opportunity and space to jump in. But there's something we need to keep in mind. If we're being interrupted, this may be a great indication that we're not speaking clearly or concisely. So how can we avoid this? Take whatever thoughts emotions, or story you want to express and write it down as a bulleted list. But don't just stop there. Pull out any filler words or non-essential words. Eliminate redundancy. This ensures that we are focusing on the most critical pieces to express ourselves. Think about this as a pitch deck and use the 5 by 5 rule. The 5 by 5 rule is simple. For every slide, use no more than five bullet points with no more than five words per bullet point. This helps us thread the needle. We need to remind ourselves that no one lives upstairs in our minds with us. It is our job to take that information and pack it in a way that is digestible. If we can do this, we can create an executive presence in a verbal brand. So to recap... Number one, share your feelings. As humans, we have a natural tendency to usually hide our anger or frustration. It is critical that we don't bottle up all of our feelings inside. This only leaves us disappointed and unhappy. The key is that we open up our feelings to a person who is close to us. This makes us happier and healthier. Number two, don't shy away from expressing your opinions. In any conversation, don't hesitate to take a step back to express yourself. I think, I believe, use these words and share your opinions. And don't worry about judging yourself, about whether you're right or wrong. The idea is that we are expressing our opinions. Knowing your opinion is what people will need. Number three, expand your vocabulary. Large general vocabulary helps us to express ourselves better. And this is because we have more words to describe the way we feel about certain things or events. 
It broadens our possibilities of expression, which in turn makes our thoughts more clear. Number four, check your facial expressions. Pay attention to how your face feels when you look happy, thoughtful, disgusted, sad, worried, suspicious, or surprised. Experiment with them. With practice, we'll be able to choose what kind of emotion we want to display, which can greatly help the person across from us understand our signaling. Number five, make eye contact and hand gestures. Eye contact builds a sense of mutual trust. It tells others how we feel. When we look away from someone, they assume we aren't very interested in talking to them. A helpful trick If eye contact is challenging for you to step into this process, it might feel better when we open up to someone walking side by side with the individual we're trying to communicate with. Have you ever noticed how socially skilled people use their hands? Try to pick up some gestures to try for yourself. Practice hand gestures in a mirror until they feel natural to you. Keep your movements smooth and don't overdo it. Number six, avoid plain tone when you talk. Implement some ranging tones and pitches into your voice. At times, it's not what we say, but how we say it that matters. If our words carry no emphasis, alter the tone and expression for each sentence. Number seven, believe in yourself. In order to be confident, we need to be more expressive. We need to be confident about ourselves. The idea is that we take baby steps each day and appreciate ourselves for our progress. This boosts our confidence greatly. Surround yourself with people who support and encourage you, not those that tear you down. And number eight, be honest when you can't find the right words. There might be times when we cannot express how we feel. This is natural and normal. The important thing is that we take a few minutes to process our feelings. And in these moments of processing, use phrases such as, I need a few minutes outside to clear my head. I'll be back soon. We need to remind ourselves that no one lives upstairs in our minds with us. It is our job to take that information and pack it in a way that is digestible. If we can do this, we can create an executive presence in a verbal brand. This week's shout out is by Alex who sent me a DM on Instagram. I found your podcast today and the first one I listened to was Signs You're Doing Better Than You Think and it almost brought me to tears. I desperately needed to hear it. I'm so thankful for all of the content I get to catch up on as a new listener. Thanks for everything you do. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, Please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into eight ways to express yourself better. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.